Good evening, saints of God. The class of um, today in the School of Prosperity, I pray that I find you well. I pray that I find you in the wisdom of God. Um, today is lesson number seven of our School of Prosperity. And I pray that um, you are being helped and you are being pushed into progress and into prosperity. Yesterday we ended on time value. Time value. And I was saying that it's important to be able to raise your value per hour, which is tied to your labor, which is tied to your wealth creation efforts. If you want to see an increase in your levels of income. God wants you to prosper. God wants you to prevail. The simplest way to to back up what I'm saying Ask yourself, if our Lord Jesus Christ was on this earth, would there be anything which he wanted which he would like? Resources would be under his command. They would follow him. They would flow with him. Our Lord Jesus is the one who said, give to Caesar, Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and to God what belongs to God. God did not create poverty. God does not abide in poverty. But on this earth which he placed us on, after the fall of man, man was now exposed to influences which bring lack and which fight prosperity. So increasing your time value is very important. I gave an example yesterday and I said if you are earning 6,000, working 234 hours um, a month, that's 26 days, it's 9 hours a day, your time value is per hour of your labor is about 25 rand 60. But let's break it down a little bit. Let's say you are, because your life doesn't only consist of your income. You have your costs. And let's say your average costs per month They are about three thousand. 
So from 6,000, you have 3,000 as costs. So from the initial um, amount of 6,000, now you are left with a net value of 3,000 after costs. So your true value per hour, your true net value per hour actually becomes 12 rand and 82 cents. That's the true, that's the net value. Your gross net value is before we deduct your costs because costs are always going to be there. And you can't look at your true value without looking at the consistent amount of deductions or costs which are present in your life. You have your financial obligations which must go to Caesar. But in order to give to Caesar, you must have received. So you receive before you give to Caesar. You have received 6,000. And your consistent monthly costs, it's an example, they are 3,000. So your gross net value monthly may be 25 rand and 60 cents. But your, your gross, rather, your gross time value per hour may be 25 rand and 60 cents. But your true net value per hour after obviously have deducted your cost is 12 rand and 82 cents because we've just deducted half of what you've earned because of cost. That's essentially your time value. Now get this. Imagine now you're earning 6,000. And your costs are even higher than 3,000. You are left with 1,500 rand. Just as the extra money you have monthly. Because so long you have a gross income which is devastated by high costs your true time value is always going to be very low. Some of you are undermining your harvest or your reward by your level of costs which you maintain in your life. It's too high. It is too high. Your time value then becomes always affected by your level of cost. If you also can fight to adjust your costs, it means your net time value is always going to be going upwards. Okay, so you're earning 6,000. Let's say your costs are 4.5. You're just left with 1,500 extra. Okay, now imagine that. You're then left with a net value of about six hundred and forty cents or so, which means per month the actual value which you are working for, which you are left with after course. Is six runs and forty cents. 
Why? Because your costs are very high. Your expenses. Your expenses are very high. Your expenses are high. And because your expenses are high, they eat up the progress of your labor. Some expenses, you can't avoid them. But I don't want to hear you say, my house rent is high. If you have seen that it is high, why are you staying there? And you can't afford it. You can't say it is high, yet you're consistently staying there. Maybe where you are staying is, a necess is necessary because of the advantages of the location. It's fine. Then don't complain about it. Because to you, the advantages of the location of where you stay they offset the cost. The cost comes with the advantage of the location. But if someone is saying, my rentals are very high, my rentals are very high. Okay. If they are high, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to renegotiate with your landlord? Are you going to, some of you may be staying in places where you can negotiate. Some of you, you really can't be negotiating with, um, with uh, the owners of the property. It was inside the contract, it's very formal. There is no room for negotiation. But some of you have access to the owners of the property. There may be a relationship established which you can use to negotiate your rent downwards. When we are looking to cost cutting, the obvious place we can look at is on entertainment and luxury. Entertainment and luxury. From your entertainment and luxury, what can you cut down on sacrificially? What can you cut down on? What can you cut down on? Because the more cost you have at your current level of income, the less extra income you are going to have after you've deducted your costs. We have to start from where we are. What can you adjust in order to free up income? From what I am spending on luxury, on entertainment, can I use that? Can I transfer that to my savings? Can I use that same amount to make more money? So, Father, are you saying we must not have internet? No, I'm not saying you must not have. I'm just saying, obviously, what you buy as luxury and entertainment, or concerning your luxury and your entertainment, things that you do to spend on yourself, that's the first area you can look at concerning cost-cutting. Because you're not going to negotiate with ESCOM or your electricity provider their rates remain the same. You're not probably, maybe not, in some cases you can negotiate with the landlord. 
the fuel price is going to remain the same. Shop rights prices are going to remain the same. So it may mean you may then have to adjust certain smaller things, not big, maybe smaller things, gradual adjustments. Is it necessary to buy yourself new shoes every month? I'm not saying hate yourself, because there are some of you who are cruel even to yourselves. When you have money, you can't even buy something new for yourself. You feel like it's a crime to wear something new. That's not what I'm talking about. That in itself is an, it's a problem. When you're unable to do, to use money wisely, even on yourself, you feel guilty. Why are you feeling guilty? To wear something new, to wear a new shirt, buy a new jean. It's necessary. But I'm just talking about looking at your present time value. It's also being affected or impacted by your costs. Because that 25 rand 60 an hour, the true value of it, you see it after your costs. And mind you, your costs exist outside the limitations of your working hours. Your costs exist outside the parameters of the number of working hours that you have. Your costs exceed. They operate far outside of that. They operate far outside of that. So the question now is, what are you going to do to fight your costs? To try and manage your costs? I'm not saying starve yourself, no. Because when you speak, sometimes people want to take things to the extreme. I'm saying look at the small things that you can adjust. Look at the small things on your expenditure that you can work on, torn down bit by bit, which can make a difference to your excess income. Look at the small things that you can sacrifice today for a better tomorrow. What are those small things? What are those small things? Because good decisions concerning cost-cutting will help you to create extra money from what you earned. Those who saw in tears shall reap in joy. Which means when you decide to cut costs, it may be cutting a cost on an area that you are enjoying and it's painful but you are sowing in tears but after you finish sowing in tears there will come a time where you will harvest with joy because of the decision which you made What cost do you have which you can say, okay, I can cut on this one. I can adjust a little on this one. I can reduce this one a little bit. I can work on this one. And you operate with those parameters. It's a cut which is painful today. But I tell you, gradually you are building in yourself. Not... You're building in yourself a habit and a lifestyle of prosperity. Managing your costs. Because when you manage your costs, you're managing your excess income.
So being very aware of your cause is important. Analyze your cause. Most of you, one of the challenges you have is some of the costs you have monthly beyond the very fixed ones which have clear numbers. You're not aware. You don't know how much you use on airtime. You don't really know how much you use on groceries you just buy. You, 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 you don't know how much you use on entertainment or whatever can fit in the category of entertainment. You just buy or you just spend, you just use. You really have no accurate figure which covers your costs. Beyond the, my rent is this, and usually my electricity, those ones are the clear ones. But they are the variable costs which we have. Because they are always going to be generally two kinds of costs, although they can be three. They're always going to be your fixed costs, your variable costs. Although some, according to accounting terms, if you did accounts, there was also semi-variable. But let's just say there are those two forms. They are the fixed. The fixed ones, you know monthly it's like this. But it's those variable costs which change every month. You need to be tracking your expenses. You cannot make better financial decisions if you cannot track your usage of money. How are you spending and using money? How? How are you spending and using money? Do you have something that tracks your expenses? What did you do with your last receipts where you bought, where you bought your monthly grocery? Can you keep them or do you keep them? And before you buy next month's groceries, can you take them out and analyze to see from what you bought last month what was necessary? What needs to be added? What needs to be reduced? If you can't keep record and track of your expenses, you cannot make better and wiser financial decisions. Sometimes just analyzing what I'm saying, just analyzing your monthly grocery purchases, the receipts, and then looking where you are at month end, it, it can help you to cut out excesses. A 20 rand year, a 30 rand there, a 50 rand year. You can find that monthly there can be a very clear amount that you reduce. Then you say you have reduced a quantity you have reduced this year you have added something you have added something there you are you are, you are offsetting you are cutting you are adding because you are seeing what is the true amount which i must be spending monthly not limiting yourself to that because there are always arisings yes but i'm saying be wise with what you have because that's only what you have you can't be reckless with it if a million is not yet there don't spend like you have a million Some of you wives, when your husband buys or when the groceries are brought aboard and you know that there is meat in the freezer, you 
anoda kudzoro ninge yakaita kuturikana mu mupleti chirwisana pasaidi pe chicken pane sausage pasaidi pe sausage pane beef muskwa wano machiki chori muskwa 2 3 4 the time ya munozosvika 21 tobamlenge makudzoka ku ku means makudzora pesa next week yacho amchato ye ku means makune imwe yacho inenge means isiri means beans mabonzo wakunge ndozvongo chifarira stereo usage so sometimes I, am i saying stuff you no i'm not saying that but i'm saying that sometimes munova maitenge vana baba vacho vano pane makaro but sometimes unogona kusevuka zvaunogona kuti asindi no kare chi mazarira anenge akaita plate mwanane isirwa zipisire nyamara anodya rano rumakota kujika mujirasa so those are the small things it's a funny example but those are the small things that we can look at and analyze where on your variable course what can you cut out on you are allowed to spend money on yourself because some people are going to say so can we not use money on ourselves are you saying we should no i'm not saying that i'm just saying be wise don't live in a prison don't punish yourself but also be wise how are you spending money you need to understand your spending patterns your spending habits understand them know them when you understand your spending patterns and then you analyze from what we spent we are about to go and buy again what is not there this when did it run out okay this is still there so it means we managed it well do we need to buy less or it's just that we managed it well do we need to buy more so that at least we have more freedom in using it what, what is it I understand your own usage patterns understand them understand how you use resources understand your spending patterns it's very important because your costs they affect your net value per hour so you need to raise your time value you need to add more income to your present finding additional streams of income is crucial we've always been teaching this is it's not anything new finding additional streams of income is important at your present level your income or your salary is only sufficient for your present needs and your present lifestyle but it may not be enough to create wealth for your future if let me repeat that again at your present level your income and your salary 
is only enough to maintain your present lifestyle or to meet your present needs. What you now need to do is to develop additional streams of income. Because additional streams of income will take you towards progressive prosperity and wealth. If you are not strong on additional streams of income, everything you need to do is all going to be tied on one income source. Some of you have families at home who are depending on you, one income source. Yet you have your rentals here, you have children here, you have groceries, you, you, you have obligations, school fees. Those things are not shifting. Yet that one income, people at home are waiting on it. That one business you have is being choked by the demands. It's not like God is not blessing you. God is helping you. But the demands on what you are doing, they, they, are, they are too much. The demand on the profit that you are getting, they are too much. Because everyone in your family is trying to squeeze on your income. It's trying to squeeze on your profit. So we have to develop. We have to advance. Multiplicity of streams of income is important. More so in this season. Crucial. Highly important. Very, very important. Before I continue on that one, I feel I should just say this again. My son, my daughter, analyze, look at, consider, think about how you use your money, your monthly spending patterns. Your monthly spending patterns. Let's say you earn 6,000 per year. It means you have received about 72,000 rands. That's before your course. Your expenses, let's say they're 3,000. It means you must be, your excess income per annum is 36,000. But is it true that you are left over with that amount Is it true that if you just do a base calculation of an estimate of my of my income and an estimate of my expenses per annum, generally what I'm left over with is this amount. You'll find that this excess amount is always going to be attacked by the variableness of our costs. People are struggling and fighting to control their costs. And I touched on it before. One issue that fights that impulse buying. Impulse buying. Appetite. chocolate okay let's just say you buy a Cadbury chocolate at 16 rand 
because you like chocolate and because you have the money and because you have the money at 16 rand every day let's say from monday to saturday you, you, you stay near a tech shop you you stay near the shops whatever you stay near the mall it's just easy for you to go to the shop it's not even maybe a tech shop just you stay near the the the, 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 the shops that are there 16 rand you like it your favorite flavor is always there or you change flavors every day for five days if you just spend that 16 rand because it doesn't look like much money it's 16 it's just one six that may be 80 rand a week okay let's just say and i'm not saying people do it but it's just you know an example at 80 rand a week at four weeks a month that's 320 rand okay let's just say you continue that habit for all 12 months of the year that's about 3,840, 3, rand, very much close to 4,000 that you have spent during the year on a chocolate. Almost 4,000. It may look very insignificant. Very insignificant. But it may also tell you your absence of commitment to preservation of resources. By preservation, I may mean saving. Because some of you will say, I find it difficult to save. If you had saved 80 rand a week for every week of the year, by the end of the year, you are going to have around 4,000 because there are some months which definitely have five weeks. You are going to have above 4,000 rands, just 4,000. It may seem little. But you use money to make money. What if you are then saving or setting aside a higher amount? What if you had the save to invest system going? You never know what that 4,000 was going to produce. It's just a basic example. The numbers may not be accurate. But just one no to an appetite today can create a secure amount or a better amount than the taste of chocolate tomorrow. As compared to the taste of chocolate, that amount of 4,000 is better. Am I saying don't buy chocolate? No. I myself, I like chocolate. I like it. But does it mean I always have to buy it when I want it? No. Discipline. Look at now, for some of us, the number of mobile applications which are available for fast food outlets, debonairs, steers, Nando's, McDonald's can even use um, your e-hailing apps like Uber to order food. So accessible. But just because you feel just because you feel like a two-piece, does it mean you must buy a two-piece? Does it mean you must buy? Those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. Cost-cutting. I, I had to go back on that one. I hadn't fully exhausted. Because these people are in business. And money will respond, will always call upon, or rather, they will always present products which appeal 
to your needs and your appetite. We'll talk about that when we're looking at wealth creation. But what you're spending your money on, it's what they've tailored and put in the marketplace to meet your need and to meet your interest, to meet your desires, to meet your appetite. Just because you feel like McDonald's, do you have to buy it? I'm not saying don't buy, buy. Seriously, buy. But it needs management. It needs discipline. Because you may eat today and the absence of discipline keep you from a harvest tomorrow. You go in your shop, your son cries for a toy. Do you really have to release that hundred rand then just because your son has cried? The absence of discipline in usage of money will always eat up available resources. So let's be wise on that. Analyze how you use money. When you spend money, okay, let's, do, let, let's have this practical assignment. From today, every receipt which you receive after using money, keep it for the next 30 days. I don't, uh, yeah, this is near the month, month end. From today, for the next 30 days, Okay, for the next 30 days. That's your assignment, assignment one. I may give you assignment two later. For the next 30 days, any receipt which you get after, after using money, keep it. And then analyze your spending patterns at the end of the month of August and see what you must then avoid going into the month of September, if there's necessity of avoiding, what can you change and shift on your spending patterns? Are you hearing me? You buy groceries, whatever you buy. You buy groceries, you buy anything that, you know, your toiletries, ju just keep. Then you analyze after 30 days. Okay, this is necessary. I can't avoid this one. This one I can cut a little bit. I can reduce. Be real with yourself. Don't start to manage it and reduce it because I said so. No, just be real with yourself and look at your, 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 your spend. Just spend as you would before this teaching. <laughs> just spend as you would. And after 30 days, analyze so that you can make good adjustments. Because if you start to amend certain things without really analyzing how you use money, you may then not know really what you should be adjusting. Analyze spending patterns. Have proof of spending and use that proof of spending. Measure it. Measure that proof of spending. Measure it with what remains of, of what you used that money on. Measure it with your coming needs in the month and then see what adjustments are needed. So that's your assignment. If you don't have receipts, tax shop, akudama receipts, kwema zepu nekizika. Unonyora pasi, kutochaka bukula, unonyora pasi, maspendira waita mari. Ndatenga maputi ema color, e 15 rand. Yes, ovo unonyora pasi. Halo? Ovo unonyora pasi. Analyze your spending patterns. Detail them. Personal receipt, everyone must have a small book where they are writing expenses which, which, cannot, which are not receipted. If it's a Netflix subscription, Netflix. If it's DSTV that you have paid and you don't have receipt because you have paid it online, Detail it in your notebook. Okay, DSTV, this amount. 
Why? I just want you to analyze the spending patterns. And for you to analyze, there must be practical evidence. Not theoretical, there must be practical evidence to analyze. To have an analysis, there must be something to analyze. Cost cutting, my son. Cost cutting, my daughter. Am I promoting that you live lives that are dull, sour, where you don't even enjoy? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying be balanced and be wise. Now, raising your time value is extremely important. You, you, you can't have all your income just meeting all your present needs. If it's that, then you need to go. You need to go into a higher time value by wealth creation. Prosperity itself, it requires systems. Prosperity requires systems. It requires systems. Systems. So tomorrow we're going to pick it up from there. I didn't want to make today's lesson long because yesterday I went close to one hour and 15. Today I wanted to make it about 40, 45 minutes. Um, but I've given you an assignment. The second assignment I want you to to, 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 to have. This one is about, it's like a seven-month assignment. Okay? But it's tied to, it, it, it's connected to cost-cutting. Okay? Your first one I said, record or keep record of every one of your monthly expenditures. All right? Write down or keep record where there are receipts and then there's proof of expenditure. Write down. Just, 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 I want you to have a know-how. You must know generally how much money do you use monthly. Even if it's unreceipted, write it down in a, in a small book. Okay. And obviously, you make the necessary adjustments, if any, because it, it, it takes time. It's not just sudden. It takes to know yourself, your spending patterns, your, your family uh, usage of resources and things that you buy, and then you work around with that. Okay? I'm not saying limit yourself, to, to but I'm just saying make small little adjustments only. The second assignment, which I'm saying it's like a seven-month assignment. Find, even if you, I know most of you, you are saving. Okay, that's fine. But I want you to add to your savings. How are you adding? From how you are using your resources and your, anal and your analysis of your spending. Find something you're going to sacrifice. Maybe it's a small cut, a small reduction in a certain thing. And that sacrifice, okay, that money which you then have saved yourself from spending, put it towards your savings for seven months. Okay. In other words, I'm saying, if you have an additional cost which you say, okay, I can reduce, I can sacrifice this for this amount of 200. Okay, it's just a big amount. I'm just, it's just, a, it's just an amount of 200. I, I won't buy this thing, although, no, I like just having it. It may come under luxuries and entertainment. Okay, I'll reduce my luxury and entertainment. I'll cut it by 200 rand. Which means for the next seven months, you are adding to your system of existing savings. You are adding that 200. If you, whatever you are cutting is, 
100 rand for the next seven months you are adding to your already existing system of savings a hundred rand is that clear find something that's assignment number two find something that you're going to sacrifice or cast or cut on your course or on your expenditure okay and then we put a, a monetary value to it to say okay from for the next seven months i am no longer going to be paying this amount on this thing or spending money on this thing that money now instead of assigning it to expenditure you are reassigning it to your savings very clear so instead of you are using it let's say on a part of entertainment or you are using it for something but you can afford to take it away from what you are spending it on you reassign it to your savings the first assignment analyze your cost cutting keep records keep receipts write in a notebook what can be receipted why you must know the total amount monthly of your expenditure just know your general expenditure but you must be detailed then so that you can know how to work on your adjustments gradually after 30 days assignment number two find choose an area when you are going to cut a cost which you can afford to cut or which you can afford to not spend money on something which you can say okay you know i just usually buy this i won't buy it this month but now you are not doing it for a month you are doing it for the next seven months and that money instead of buying a magazine which you used to buy every month new magazine 60 i don't know how much it is let's just say you used to buy home and garden or you these are just examples and that total is 120 rand for the next seven months you are taking or allocating that total to your savings god bless you tomorrow we're gonna pick it up again on uh systems of wealth and wealth creation we'll talk about that a little bit before i begin to give you the wisdom um spiritually which i have received from genesis chapter number two um and god will help us god will help us god will help us god will help us um the lord strengthen you and keep you going give you grace to succeed in jesus name amen